Hello, and welcome to The Ivory Tower. My name is Victor Gonzalez, and I'm your host. The Ivory Tower is about education and educators. Thanks for joining us today. With me today, we have uh, Ms. Mary Jane Lira London. How are you, Mary Jane? I'm well. Thank you for having me on today. And part of what I want to do is just let people know a little bit about the different roles that people have in LA Unified School District. Uh, what office do you currently work in? I'm working currently in Student Integration Services, and we oversee the magnet programs in PWT, Permits with Transportation. And what more specifically do you do in that department? So as a district coordinator, I work with each school site that has a magnet coordinator. I work with the magnet coordinator ensuring that the standards for magnet programs and integration are followed through on. And, and so that's basically my duties. However, I think what's very interesting is why the office exists to begin with in order, and we need to understand that, why the, the, the district exists or that office exists to understand the roles and responsibilities within the position I hold. Right, right. Right, because I heard you talk about the duties of uh, student integration. And so put that together for people who might not know uh, the connection between magnet schools and student integration. Student integration services was started back in the 70s as an answer to a lawsuit that existed against the district. And it was Marianne Crawford, who was a student uh, who, who was told that she had to attend Jordan High School but she wanted to attend Southgate. And it was because of the segregation of the city at that time, she wanted to be able to attend, as an African-American student wanted to attend Southgate, which was predominantly white. And the district did not allow her to do that. And so as an answer, it went through several courts uh, and judges and out of that came the integration programs, hence the name Student Integration Service. How do magnet schools address the issue of student integration? What magnet schools do is they offer students the opportunity to attend schools outside of their district. And when they were first established, they were established to attract students who would want to go to a school other than their neighborhood school. Hence the name magnet, to attract students to attend schools outside of their neighborhood. Each magnet school has a theme. Therefore, if I was interested in a medical, becoming a doctor, then I might attend a school that had a medical theme. And we provide transportation to those schools. And your role in the district supports that concept of uh, creating schools that are attractive to, uh, to, the student, to families throughout the district. How does your role support that? concept or that idea? My position in the district as magnet coordinator is to work directly with the schools that I oversee and I work with about 85 schools now and I, each school has a magnet coordinator 
that magnet coordinator works at the school site. They're either half-time or full-time. So what I do is I support the efforts of those magnet coordinators. And then magnet coordinators do recruitment of students. They make sure that the, the theme is implemented at the school. They have to submit an annual evaluation that gets sent to the state and other items, transportation, everything around student achievement, professional development, um, recruitment, those types of things. I support the school site and we also do professional development and offer workshops and, and things like that. And how did you end up at this job? That's what's interesting. Years ago, I worked at a middle school, and when I worked at that middle school, my daughter had been accepted into a magnet program. And so she was going into kindergarten, and she said, I don't wanna, I don't wanna go to a magnet school. I wanna stay at my, her little preschool. And I said, well, what would it take for you to go to that school? She goes, if you work there. So sure enough, I applied, and I got a job at a magnet school right there where she was going to school. And I was a counselor and I worked my way up to a magnet coordinator and an administrator at the school. And then after that, I ended up working at the district where I'm at right now. And both of my students are uh, graduates of magnet programs in LAUSD. All right, so you started uh, as a teacher. Yes. Because you wanted your child to attend that school and your child would only attend that school if you were working there. Yes, but, and I wasn't working at that. And it's funny because usually teachers want their kids to come to their school. <laughs> My kid wanted me to come to the school, but um, she was in elementary and I was secondary teacher. So I was at the secondary school, which was sharing the same, um, was on the same campus, but it was a totally different school, but I was just right next to her. So huh. she felt better. So after school, she used to come over and I was a counselor at the school. Yeah. So you have a a, a lengthy and wide uh, bit of experience with magnet schools. I do, I do, as a counselor, as an administrator, as a coordinator, and as a parent. And um, I totally believe in it. And my, my own children are bi biracial, and so it was important for me that they were around individuals that were similar to themselves or different than themselves, so that they could see what the world is really like and feel comfortable with who they were as well as understanding the cultures of so many different people and it was it was really a great experience for them they'd come home and they would start talking korean to me and then they would learn different words and they would, you know introduce me to different foods from different kids that they had met and they're like mom i tried you know potato latkes and or Hajima. And I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, stop it in Korean. So I was like, I'm just learning all these things from them. It was fun. Great. Uh, and what did you teach? I taught math in middle school and art. I have a credential in art and a credential in math. Are, are you uh, an artist? I do my own art on the side when I have time. I do. I have a little studio under my house. And uh, when I have my free time, I go down there and get messy. And what kind of art do you do? Well, I like to, I like to do mixed media and with painting and I do a lot of collaging and just taking ideas and thoughts and different images and pulling them all together. And none of them make a whole lot of sense to, but to me. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I think art can be beautiful, but I also think that it should be provoking and it should speak from who you are as an individual. 
so yeah. I used to work in art galleries before I became a, uh, before I started teaching. And um, I used to, my undergrad is in art management. And so I used to work in art galleries and uh, nonprofits mostly. And then when I came out here, I started teaching art and math. And, and that's what led me to where I'm at now. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, and you've been able to uh, maintain uh, the interest and the practice of art, uh, even though uh, that wasn't necessarily uh, what you were doing per se after you left uh, teaching. That's correct. However, I think that art is, visual arts are one expression of creativity, but it can be brought to any group or any decision that needs to be made, whether it's um, thinking outside the box, and creative thinking, right, um, and applying the principles of creativity to team dynamics, um, or even just putting together a flyer for an event or a save the date flyer. Uh, there's different opportunities to be creative or artistic, and and they can they can be different or they can be you know along the same line. That's a good point. Have you become the the default designer for flyers and whatnot? Uh, designs in your department? It was interesting because I started to, but you know Danielle Evers, who's yeah. like the, she's just so creative. My training was originally in like fine arts, right? So I didn't know the graphic design. I knew the elements of art, but I didn't know the, the concepts behind or the applications of some of the platforms that exist online. Danielle taught me a lot about that. I've been able to share some of my creative uh, foundations with her and, and developing flyers. But now that she's no longer available to us by our office and everything's online, uh, what she has taught me, I'm able to apply now. So yeah, it's fun. I get to start creating things and using online platforms like Canva and Vengage. It's really fun. Good. Uh, I also want to... Uh pivot a little bit more, we, we were talking a little bit about some of your outside interests with art, uh, but you're also involved in a variety of other uh, outside activities uh, that are still related to your uh, profession. Uh, you are a, an executive, you are a board member for the Associated Ministries of Los Angeles, AALA or ALA, right? Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Yes, thank you for recruiting me for that, Mr. Gonzalez. <laughs> um, you and Kevin, you had your way. Uh, ALA is, of course, the Union of Administrators in LAUSD. And I am proud to have been elected to represent the school support administrators. Those are administrators who support the school site but aren't necessarily a principal or an assistant principal such as myself, a district coordinator, or it could be a, a district specialist, or a, a position that's not a teaching position or a, a position at a school site, per se. So school support administrators is one part of ALA, or I wouldn't say a part, but uh, anyways, uh, we support our school support administrators um, on the executive board, and then attend meetings that all of our constituents and members are invited to attend four times a year. And if anybody out there is listening and they're part of ALA, we highly recommend and invite you to one of our, which they'll all be online now, 
one of our rep assembly meetings where everyone is invited and uh, we talk about what's important to our jobs as members of the administrators in Los Angeles and as members of ALA, but we, it's, it's also good to have a group of friends who are supportive. And so we invite everybody to come to our rep assembly meetings. As an ALA member, you should know that your, your voice is one that we wanna hear. And uh, many are called, but few respond. So, so why does Mary Jane respond to the call to be active in ALA? Well, you got to know Mary Jane. Mary Jane grew up in a small town just outside of Chicago where her dad was a truck driver and he worked, he was in the union, the truckers union, truck drivers union, and then he was a mechanic uh, in the union and union was always in our household and I didn't know any other way. And then my mom worked in a factory in Chicago and she was part of a union there. And so unions were just part of who you were when you, were, you grew up in a very blue collar uh, neighborhood and family. And yeah, it's just, you know, my dad had to support and get political and, and support people and he talked about it. We talked about it over the dinner table. He's the one who took me the very first time I voted. He picked me up from school and said, come on, we're, you're going to vote. And he brought me to the polling place. And then he said, but I have to stay 50 feet away from you. I said, absolutely. <laughs> but um, no, that's, that's who I am. You get called, you work and you, uh, this is, you know, the, what was brought up in my family and, and you do what you need to do. You do, you, yeah, I mean, it's part of my identity work and so yeah and then you also have interest uh, more tangentially connected to your profession uh, but uh in toastmasters so talk uh, a little bit about that what is toastmasters what do you do in toastmasters personally what, what's your role there well toastmasters is a great organization that helps develop leadership skills and public speaking skills the organization itself is international and there's different clubs throughout the world and one of the clubs that was established is luckily enough for us is at Beaudry and in our building that was at lunch on Thursdays now that we're not at Beaudry it's not there any longer but and I know the topic of your podcast is the ivory tower something along yes line. yes yeah, okay education yes and all of us who eventually, if, if you work in Beaudry, one of the things you miss is the noise of the school and always, you know, meeting with different people, whether they're students or their teachers or their parents. And when you come to Beaudry, you, you do your job, you, you go out to the school sites, you come back, you do your job, you go to lunch. And I really wanted to have another connection to Beaudry and to meet other people in the building and to find out how other people were becoming leaders and developing their skills in within our organization. So I joined LAUSD Toastmasters. Great, great. Uh, and you can, you too can join because we're online now. <laughs> www.bitly. Just kidding. <laughs> great. 
ahead, Mary Jane. Uh, any final thoughts or words? Thank you for doing this. And I think it's important for everyone in our district to understand that there's different roles, different responsibilities, and that we are humans too. Even though we work in a white building downtown, that we are still connected to schools and are real people. Great. Uh, that was Mary Jane Lara London, District Coordinator, Student Integration Services for LA Unified. Thanks for uh, trying this out with me, Mary Jane. Thank you. Thank you.